This episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by Disinfectants. Curing the coronavirus. Okay, I'll start, I'll start that over again. <laughs> this episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by Disinfectants. In the mind of the president, curing the coronavirus from now on. This episode is also brought to you by DIY face masks. Slathered honey all over my face today, and I was only a lot anxious. <laughs> this is real garbage. Did you get any bees? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> like, I imagine, well, because bees just make honey. Do yeah. bees enjoy honey? Like, are they attracted to honey? Do they, like, if you got honey on toast and you walk outside and there's bees, are they like, mm, you gotta smell that honey? Or maybe they're like, hey, that's not our brand. And they go and like. And they get pissed. Yeah. The and they sting you. bringing that into our hood, bro? Yeah. Mex- the Mexican bees. <laughs> the the hey, bee bro. cartel. You trying to bring honey into our, our area homes? <laughs> Gotta get that shit out of here, bro. No, I put... Um, it's horribly offensive. Yeah. I put <laughs> honey on my face because it's been really dry, but I've been, like, breaking out. Oh. And every... Like, I have been doing 15-step skincare stuff, and it hasn't been helping, and I'm still, like, a sponge just sucking out moisture. I've put oil on my face three times today. Jesus. And it doesn't look oily. It looks matte. My first question is, what have you eaten today? It's adult. Everything you eat's come through skin, right? True. Uh, nothing. Really? Well, that's probably why. Yeah. It's not good. You gotta eat something. I also eat some food. <laughs> that beer's gonna hit you real hard. I know. Yeah. It's a strong beer. Seven yeah. percent. It's pretty good. Shit. I've been. Uh, oh God. I spent a ton of money at the liquor store over the last month. Didn't realize it until I looked at my visa receipt and I'm like, what, what the, the hell? hell is wrong Who with you? Who has my visa? <laughs> yeah, so I kind of holding off and this is the this is second, good. yeah, this is a good beer. I'm just trying to try different beers because mm. uh, I've just, yeah, I, like everyone, we're creatures of habit. You just mm-hmm. find one you like and you're like, I'm just going to drink this for the next year. Yeah, and, and then, then you're like, mm. yeah, just want to try something different. I, speaking of different, um... I bought a case of the cherry flavored bubbly waters, the carbonated buble. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're not bad. They're actually they're good. If you want a fizzy sort of flavored drink, mm-hmm. it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I my favorite of the cherry, which apparently is controversial because what? a lot of people don't like the cherry flavored ones, but I do. So <laughs> sue me. This is what people have controversy over? Yeah, what else right You're now? like, I really like this cherry bubbly. Someone's like, fuck you, yeah. bitch. <laughs> it is garbage. It's the worst one. How could you like cherry? <laughs> um, it's good. It's, but <laughs> I'm... I'm people are outraged about, yeah. fuck your cherry bubbly. Yeah. I mixed it with creme de banana liqueur, though. And it, it if you want... This is going to sound so weird phrasing. If you want your mouth to have nostalgia... Get a cherry bubbly and put banana liqueur in it. It tastes exactly like the crush cream soda, the hot pink crush cream soda, except less intensely sugary because the only sweetness comes from the banana liqueur. It's so good. That does sound pretty good. Also, my grandma introduced me to Ryan Sevens yesterday, and her and I got fucking lit. Well, Ryan, anything. The mix it with is pretty good. Ryan Coke, Ryan Sav. I had sprinkle put some lime in there. Squeeze a little lime in there. After two ounces of it, and this was after we had eaten dinner. It was it was the Canadian Club 100 percent rye. Yeah. That's 40 percent. Yeah. It like yeah. two ounces fucking hit me like that. I was like, Well, wow. you don't you don't drink hard bar much, right? No. No, that's that's also I'm a little bitch. <laughs> I drink some beers every now and then, but I never drink that hard bar. I never drink the hard stuff. The hard stuff is what gets you. Yeah. I also just don't have the budget for it. Well, the nice thing is, like, every once in a while, I will just buy a, a bottle of uh, 40 Creek whiskey. So my, it's good. It's an Ontario whiskey, and it won, like, whiskey of the year. Huh. Uh, I don't know, five five years back. God, maybe longer than that, but... That's cool was, that was, it's, like... 
local, like well, Canadian. Yeah, you know, it's a few provinces over. Mm-hmm. But it's great stuff. And I'll, what I'll do is every now and then to try and curb my drinking, because this is part of life now, which is crazy. Get turned into an adult, and you're like, when did I just start having beers every day? Yeah. What the fuck is this? So to try and curb that, I'll just buy a bottle of, like, a uh, two-six of rye and just drink that. Like, have one or two ounces on, on ice, just on the rocks, Ooh. and just sip it. And let it let the ice melt for a while and just keep sipping it. And mm-hmm. have that instead of like two or two beer, yeah. two or three beer. It, it's it's a nice little it's a nice little change. It feels like classier too. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know that these were what these were, but my grandma had like specific whiskey, like scotch glasses, and we were like drinking it out of those. And I was like, I feel so adult. Oh yeah. Like Oh, there was a, have you ever heard of a place called Clyde's? Yes. Yeah, in Chateau Victoria. Yes. Just in the, in the bottom. Yeah. That's the kind of place, oh, you throw on like a blazer. Yeah. You know, and go in there and you get like one, you, go, you, know, you go in there for one drink before yeah. you go somewhere else. Yeah. But I remember they would give you the either ice, like cubes, like the big ass cubes, like two inches by two inches, mm-hmm. or the globes, the, like the mm. ice globes. They would just put one of those in your drink. And they, they, I got like a gin and tonic. So it was like two and a half ounces of gin. And then this gave you the tonic on the side, let you mix it yourself. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. That's a classy place. Ooh. I also love the idea of globed ice better yeah. than cubes. Well, like, it's, it's so sweet. Yeah. Because like ice is an essential. People don't realize, and this is one thing I hated, and I'm sure you do as well mm-hmm. as a bartender. When people are like, yeah, give me a double Ryan Coke, no, no ice, ice, please. I'm like, like ugh. Enjoy ah. your warm drink, you fool. Here's your warm alcohol syrup, if you're, you if piece you're, of garbage. Yeah, if you're worried about the ice melting and diluting the drink, maybe don't nurse it. Well, you know, the, the <laughs> ice melting is an essential part of a drink, mm-hmm. of a cocktail. So people don't realize you have to have a certain amount of ice melt, add a little bit of fucking water yep. to just everything just mix perfectly. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, or, like, and they want it like a pint glass. I'm like, you're just oh, drinking, you're just drinking a giant glass of pop yeah. with a shot of rye in it. I know. Gross. Yeah. Blech. This is an adult's bar. <laughs> get out of here, you child. Yeah, get a grown-up drink. All right. Can I get a straw with that too? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. No, you can't. Drink it out of the glass like a man. Yeah. Have you not seen Crazy Stupid Love? Mm. That's where Duh. I learned everything. Yeah. <laughs> get that fucking straw out of your mouth. You look like you're sucking on tiny schwanz. <laughs> I also realized that um, aside from like the bar I work at, like Brewski's, every time someone orders a shooter, unless it's um, like a B-52 or something that's layered, I always shake it over ice because it's so much better chilled. Every single bar I've been to as an adult since I've worked at Brewski's, I've realized that nobody else shakes the shots over ice. And I'm like, disgusting. It's gross. Especially, I remember I was at, I forget where I was, but I ordered a green tea and they literally just put, they didn't even put lime juice in it. It was the half peach schnapps and half Jameson's and they just like served it to me. And I was like, was that at the Dickens? No, it was at the lodge. They do to the Dickens too. Sean would just pour them straight. Into the glass. I'm like, what are you, what no, are you doing? No, that's not. You're not, not representing yourself properly. Yeah, like that's disgusting. You want you want people when they when you're bartending when someone says give me a shot, you want them to take that shot and go, ooh man, damn, that was good. I'll was, have another. Yeah, yeah. not. <laughs> thank you. Why is this warm? This is so warm. It's yeah. gross. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the hot tub and I open my mouth by accident. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I I can't do. If I order a shot at a bar and it comes the way I am anticipating it to come, I'm like, Katie, you're a fucking fool. Like, what have you done? I just, I judge bartenders hard. I do I too. really, I, and it drives me nuts because when you start doing it, like, when you start judging bartenders, you just notice there's, how, there's so many shitty ones. Mm-hmm. Ugh, because you, you're like, okay, fucking pay attention. Like, who's that? No, I don't want to name drop. Yeah, no, don't there name was drop. A bartender at a local pub here, though, for <laughs> a while. I'd walk in there and just be like, hey, can I get a fuck? I have to like yell at him. Yeah, there was that Nick. I'll drop his Oh, name. Yeah. yeah. Nick was a fucking moron. He, just, he would just disappear. Be like, like, your customers are like, Where, where's the bartender? Can we get a drink? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't greet you. Just always in his own head. Fucking slow as shit. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> 
He's like, fuck you guys. If he's listening, though, yeah. hell yeah. Keep listening, bro. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, what else? Fuck, I fell down a hill today. <laughs> well, I slipped. I slipped. I was on a hike. Because oh we went, God. I went longboarding. Like, fuck, my left leg hurts so much right now. Oh. <laughs> I hadn't been on a longboard skateboard in like three years. And we went and did the, it was windy. I Holy know, I shit, hate was it. was it windy. We did the 10K loop around the airport, which was awesome. But then after that, my friend Tara's like, we're going to hike Mount Work. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Hike Mount Work after. So I'm going to sleep really well tonight, I think. Yeah. But uh, you're going to crash. Walking, really <laughs> walking down Mount Work, I like slipped with one foot and was like, oh, shoot. And then I, all of a sudden I slipped with the other one too. I was like, God damn it. And boom, just bailed hand and elbow into the dirt. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's fine. It's fine. Motherfucker. Oh. It hurts. I'm the type of person that if I see someone fall, like, it's just like a knee-jerk reaction. I just fucking laugh so hard. And, I usually do. And then I'm like, shit, are you okay? And then if they're not okay, I won't laugh. But then if they are, I'll be like... <laughs> getting hurt is funny. I know. Well, other people getting hurt is funny. Yeah, you getting hurt. If I... There's this specific thing. My it, my grandma has it, and I have it. Like, if if we hurt ourselves, like... We're always like, fuck, and then we like laugh it off. The one thing we can't laugh off is when we hit our head or someone hits our head. It just, for some reason, sends both my grandma and I into like this blind rage. And like, we'll both get like hot and sweaty and so pissed off. And someone will try to talk to us and we'll be like, shut the fuck up. As if you hit your head? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if I learned this behavior from my grandma as a kid and like saw how she reacted and was like, yeah, I feel that way too. But, but how how often are you hitting your head to know that you're like, this is what happens when I hit my head? Not, I, see, I didn't notice that that was what I did until my grandma one day saw me hit my head on, like, getting out of the car, and she was like, I do that too. And I was like, do you really? Well, <laughs> I would think that most people, I get, this is a bit of anger when I fucking hit something, like... Christ, I smashed my I smashed my knee with the front door of the building the other day. Ooh. Went to open it, and I was like trying to be oh, use my forearm to pull the door open, and I just cracked it into my left knee. I'm like, kick, fuck, Ugh. like in the lobby, just <laughs> like Peter Griffin into my fucking knee. Like, <laughs> but there's a certain part of you that's just like, fuck, you get mad. Yeah, you get, you get mad because it's just something silly. It, yeah, it's yeah. just something extra about my head. Like I remember. I like got into my car one day and I, I guess didn't scoot low enough to get into the seat and I bashed my head on like the roof of my car and I like slammed my door and I'm like, fuck, (laughs) and I'm just in my car and I'm so mad and I'm like, you stupid fucking door, fuck you. (laughs) I think that's just something you do when you're young. It yeah, absolutely, no, it absolutely is. You get mad at inanimate objects. <laughs> yeah. You do. I did. You used to all the time. Like, you, when you're young, you punch walls. <laughs> you punch walls until you really hurt your hand. Then you realize, oh, that was stupid. Uh, and every time you do it, you're like, that was stupid. Yeah. And then you do it again. And then eventually you get you grow up. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to punch That's, inanimate objects. I remember in high school, in like 11th grade, I was like going down those stairs very briskly and then I fell and I I fall down the stairs and I'm at the bottom of the stairs and they're hardwood and I just like bring my fucking hand down on the stairs and I'm like you fuck and then I like bruised my hand and my wrist right there and I'm like fuck like I was Ace Ventura in the second one where he has two arrows and then he don't just stand there throw me a spear So mad. Yeah, that's just a, it's a, it's we, a kid thing. I think we all just go through things. that. We all go through <laughs> that. Something something happens, and you're just you blame whatever the thing is that broke. You're like, yeah. you stupid piece of shit. When it's just like shit happens. Yeah. The universe <laughs> like, is just going on. You're just playing a part here. You stub Relax. your toe and you're like, I Ooh. knew that table had it out for me. I turned the light off the other night and I went to turn and walk into my kitchen and I smacked my like thigh on the couch and Ooh. it jarred my back. Ooh. Motherfucker. I thought I was going to like ah, hit the ground oh and like God. stop for a second. Like, okay, all right, you're good. <laughs> a couple of twists, go to bed. Oh, fuck. Yeah, do that. Yeah, stub in the toe. I've, oh, I got Ooh. one of those like metal bed frame oh, holders. Oh, the evil bed frame. And I've kicked that thing 
probably three times in the last couple months. <laughs> you're just like, you're trying to go through your room quick and bam. Uh, uh, and it's one of those like delayed, nauseous feelings. Yes. Like, like You're like, oh, it hurts. And all of a sudden you get halfway down the hallway. You're and I'm like, going, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about turning around, going back to the bathroom. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Yeah. Just like that, uh, there's a puppet in this movie. Oh my God, so <laughs> disgusting. It's very reminiscent of Team America. Yeah. Maybe they might have been inspired by this. Can you believe Peter Jackson did this though? No. Okay, li- that was literally the what I was thinking the whole time. Every single time something, something else fucked up happened, I was like, this is the guy responsible for like the trilogy of my generation. And you do this? What? Like, yeah. all I was thinking, I was like, he was making this. And then little did he know, 10 years later, he'd become a household name for Lord of the Rings what? and would win Oscars. The hobbits are going to Isengard. Yeah. In that puppet porn, basically. Truly puppet porn. It was. We did Meet the Feebles this time around. 1989. It was Peter Jackson's, one of his, was it his first or one of his first I think it was one of his first. I know it was the first movie he made with his um, future wife. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which one was she? Or was she just like behind she the scenes? Was, she, yeah, she was a writer. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Meet the Feebles. Okay, what would you like to explain to the listeners what this movie is in a nutshell? Uh, I can try. <laughs> um. So Meet the Feebles is kind of like a satirical black comedy kind of poking fun at the Muppets and being everything that the Muppets aren't. And um, there is this TV show. Is it a TV show? It's a variety show. Yeah. Theater production. Okay, yeah. So it's a variety show called Meet the Feebles, and it's a bunch of human-like puppets and Muppets that are part of this variety act, and we meet, I think, like, a lot of them, like There's, all of them. I, I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, six, eight characters, and I know there was at least another three or four yeah. that played big roles in this. Mm. Yeah. So we, it's about this variety act that they're all rehearsing for to get televised and go live and hopefully to bust the careers of all of these animals. But of course, they have to deal with the scandalous, vicious. The theater life. Th- yeah, theater life of drug addiction, sex, diseases. Prima donnas. Prima donnas and violence. It was just, to, it was R-rated. Mm-hmm. So the first time I ever saw this, I or heard of it, my friend in uh, Medicine Hat in 2005 was like, you gotta watch this movie. It's Peter Jackson's, one of his first movies. And I'd already seen Lord of the Rings by this time. So you were like, awesome. Yeah, and then he's like, it's, it's weird. It's kind of weird. And we started watching it. I think I, only, I think I only watched half of it. And mm-hmm. I never finished it. So watching this, this time around, I watched it this morning, was like watching a brand new movie. And, then yeah. I'm like, okay, this I've never seen this before, basically. Hmm. And uh, it was shockingly disturbing. Yeah. It was disturbing. It was. It was weird. It, I remember saying this to you in a text. This movie... After reading the synopsis before I watched it, I had said to you, I think this movie is going to be what the Happy Time Murders was Mm. trying to be or emulate. And now that I've seen it, I'm like, 100%. Like, I'm pretty sure the creators of the Happy Time Murders, like, were referencing this movie and were like, they did this in the 80s. Like, we can do it. But the difference is, like, I don't think Happy Time Murder... No, it must have been rated R. But it was taking itself, like too seriously and the puppets were too kind of human-like whereas in this one they didn't give a shit they were like we're not taking this seriously at all well this movie was also all puppets yeah there were, there no, were no humans human, yeah there were no human characters so that there wasn't that awkward interaction between puppets and humans that's true yeah because that just never seems real no like the you know the the muppets and sesame street did an all right job with it you know fred penner rocked it in his hideout in the woods yeah with Wordbird. but um other other like there's been great examples of it yeah this was not or no sorry this like the happy time murders was hard to watch because it was people interacting with puppets yeah this was just puppets so it was you're watching this and you're going these are just puppets but the way they're treating each other mm. you're like these are horrible puppets yeah they're just hor- like so you start to imagine them as people because that's all mm-hmm. this is is this is just puppet versions of people yeah and there probably are 
um, theaters in New York and stuff where there's ex- the, ag- exactly this shit going on. Yeah, totally. So you get to see the seedy underbelly of the theater world. Yes, but in like somewhat rosy colored glasses because none of them are humans. So yeah. you're you're less inclined to be like, oh, that's too far. <laughs> oh, yeah, they went far, but you're like, yeah, it's puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's felt, whatever. <laughs> because we get, well, you sent me a, a Snapchat three <laughs> minutes in, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, three minutes into this movie, and I'm like, what the hell is happening? A walrus producer was banging a, a cat. She's a cat? Yeah. I didn't get a good look at her at the start. No, it was really hard for me to discern what puppet animal she was, and I had to Wikipedia it, and I was like, okay, so she's a cat. Yeah, I didn't catch that till later when we see her in the street. Because I, I, I watched this on YouTube. I found and, uh, it. Oh, I should have messaged you, but you had already watched it by the time I was watching it. It's on Tubi. Oh, you had to watch commercials, though, didn't you? Yeah, but... I, did, I didn't. That's fair. But the quality was better on Tubi. Yeah, that's true. The quality on YouTube was not great. That's why I looked for it on Netflix and Tubi and Amazon Video. I was like, if I can find it on one of these, I'll deal with like commercials if I have to because it'll be better quality. Yeah, I think I, I think I checked Netflix and Prime. I was like, eh. Yeah. I, for, I totally forgot about Tubi. I always forget about Tubi. I don't know if I have it on my, my TV because now I'm using my smart TV because I don't have my Ooh, PlayStation anymore. Right. <sighs> I don't need another thing to watch. True. <laughs> could just download stuff. It's easier. But you could not download Meet the Feebles. Huh. I looked for it on Pirate Bay. and Peter Jackson's like, no, yeah, don't you, make it downloadable. Can't, you can't have this. No. It's not for you. That's why I'm pretty sure I watched it on a VHS. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which was crazy. Like some people right now are like, what? A v- what? What the fuck is a VHS? It's a, it's a VCR, motherfucker. Yeah. Look it up. So the porcupine, oh my God. The voice of this porcupine. Was, I loved it. it just, I need to speak to the stage manager, <laughs> sir. Someone told me to come over here and talk to the stage manager oh, of Meet the Feebles. That's a hedgehog. Was he a hedgehog? Yeah. Oh, well, all right. So Again, what Wikipedia told me. Mini porcupine. Yeah. Whatever. He was so cute. Little the, Robert. The puppets in this were amazingly done. Yeah. They were like, really good. Th- with the eyes moving independently, I was like, holy shit. Like, and nothing from what I could tell, like nothing was CGI'd. It was oh. all practical. All puppets. Yeah. I loved the, uh, one of my favorite characters was the worm, the stage director. Yes, Arthur. His eye, Arthur. Arthur. Arthur with an F. Arthur. <laughs> His eyes. The way they made his eyes look like so black but reflective, I'm just like, God damn, he's just like, it kind of reminded me of. I think there's a character on Labyrinth that looks kind of like him. Mm. I think there is. And if have you seen Labyrinth? Not for a while, but yes, with David Bowie. I and almost, I Connelly. almost put it on the list. <gasps> I'll put it on the next round yeah. of, of They're 10. making a Labyrinth too. Seriously? Yeah. <gasps> when though? At, probably in like five in, years in now. Never. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That, man, that's crazy. People I don't are. know how they're going to make a Labyrinth 2 without David Bowie, though. That's the thing. Hmm. Well, that, what, his, what happened with this character at the end? Of, we're getting off track. I can't, yeah. <laughs> this, welcome <laughs> to the Labyrinth episode. Yeah. Secret part two. <laughs> no. Okay, so the walrus is banging the cat, and then uh, does she come in and fucking catch him right there no no no, no. the she hippo comes in and i guess she's oh, yeah, married right to after. or dating the walrus just, yeah they're, they're they're banging yeah like he's manager just, ba- he's he's scum. just playing her yeah he's a piece of trash yeah um she comes in and he hides the cat in like the closet and she was like that rat i don't know his name but those stupid trevor trevor, trevor the, the rat, rat. god um she was like trevor's treating me like shit and he was like oh sorry darling Oh yeah, and you can see the cat's tail. Yeah, in the back, and I didn't really understand what. The, I'm like, what I the didn't fuck either. Is that? I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Just low def video on YouTube. I free d- movies. I did appreciate that um, the bulldog, hippo, elephant, and walrus were People like in suits. Yeah, literally human beings in puppet suits and the rest were actual like full-blown puppets they're really cool costumes yeah like it, it looked like they were carrying a lot of weight with them yeah it just like there was one very that, top heavy there was one that looked like he was a rhino he looked like uh oh the scottish warthog the war- golfer yeah the warthog it looked like rocksteady from ninja turtles yes so i, I 89 i can't remember i think ninja turtles came out afterwards 
I wonder if they sort of got inspiration Inspired, from yeah. this. Yeah, maybe. You know, there's only 11, 11 credited actors in this movie. Yes. Which was, I thought was amazing. They all did multiple voices. character voices. Yeah. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. So that, because I, I started, like, because you always do the trivia and stuff. Yep. I'm like, oh, look at some trivia and shit, yeah. too. <laughs> there's a bunch of, yeah, the bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, fuck. Like, the rat, Trevor the rat was jacking off. Ugh. Watching the rehearsal. Like, this is where I was like, man, these characters are creepy. Yeah. And they're just like, so when you start thinking like, man, like you think of the human equivalent to these characters, you're like, ugh. You're like, yeah, I would have stopped watching like three minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. This is where Robert sees Lucille for the first time oh, as well. Oh, yeah. He's so cute. So yeah, they kind of just do like a few, it's like rehearsals going on and then we just get to know each character and there are some like fucking weird. The, like the Vietnam frog? Yeah. I <laughs> He's having flashbacks. Nom flashbacks where they were fighting in the Vietnam War and the Americans were frogs and the Vietnamese people were beavers? Mm, see there I couldn't tell as well cuz I watched it in the morning, mm-hmm. sun shining through the window. I <laughs> was I was assuming they were beavers because there's that like Stereotype with the, the teeth. teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're totally right. <laughs> but that was that was a little bit later. Yeah. So I was like, what happens next? So Robert sees the seal, and then uh, they're having a rehearsal. This is where the rats jacking off. Bletch eats a wannabe fish singer. Yes. Oh yeah, the little blue fish. I was like, he was like, I have a cavity in the back. I'm like, <laughs> is she a dentist too? Like, he's like, can you have a look at this? And just fucking eats her. So he's a cold blooded motherfucker. Yeah. And then um, um, Bletch with his bulldog leaves. Oh, yeah, they go golfing. Yeah, and at that point, I was like, what time period is this? Because the sign says Feebles TV special, but the cars say before TV. Like, the cars were very dated looking. Hmm. Mm, Well, when did TV come out? The 20s, 30s? No. 40s? Like after World War II, I'm pretty sure. No, they had TV in World War II, I think. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, they were showing video of... Because there's yeah. film shot from the wars. Oh, yeah. When was the first TV? Google. Thank you, Google. What? 1910. 27. Yeah, see? It's after the First World War. Huh. Well, it's nine years after. <gasps> but, so the, there was TV then. The guy who invented television is named... Philio Taylor Farnsworth. Good news, everybody! I have TV! (laughs) I've invented a TV! It shows you moving pictures. (laughs) So they play golf. I said that... uh, Cocaine golf. Oh, yeah, fuck. Wait, are they doing coke while they play? They they start playing golf, and then all of a sudden, the walrus... Or the bulldog opens up the walrus's golf bag, and it's a bunch of cash. And then the war- Scottish warthog is like, oh, look in my bag, too. I think you'll be pleased. And then he opens his bag, and it's a bunch of coke. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Drugs, porn, more drugs, flashbacks. Violence. This movie had it all. Yeah, truly. Um, also, <laughs> the what was with the bulldog's balls being so prominent? Every shot, it was a full body shot of that bulldog. He had this huge bulge. I never noticed his balls. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's this scene where he's opening the trunk at the golf thing, and it's like the trunk, and then adjacent to the trunk, the bulldog's opening it, but it's not a full pan out shot. So what's adjacent to the trunk that's open is the fucking nuts. balls, and he's wearing gray. Spanks, like what the hell? It was 1989. Yeah, it was a different time. Times were different back then. (laughs) You didn't have a mustache. Yeah. Also, Dennis, Dennis the pervert. Oh, this guy's like watching a rabbit gang. Well, not a rabbit gangbang, a rabbit threesome. Yeah. Because Harry the rabbit. Yep. What was Harry? Was he? He was that guy that popped out of the carrot. That's right. Yeah. So he kind of played a role in the show. Yeah, he was like the host, kind of. Yeah, the MC. Yeah. The master of ceremonies. Yeah, the master of carrots. So Dennis is, and his nose is he? What is he? An anteater? Maybe with his like. Yeah. Thought. Yeah. Because as he's like watching, he's like, oh, and he's drool, drooling. Yeah. It looks like he's shooting a load on the floor. 
know, I know. But he's just drooling. I'm like, okay, he's just drooling. Good God. Yeah, what and is then his nose on? is in the door jam, and Harry's like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking perverts. You fucking perverts. You fucking skis. <laughs> you stop watching my fucking threesome. So that, at this point, 27 minutes in, I make a note. They're making a porn. Yeah. This is where it's like, the, uh, there's a cow. Cause yeah, cause Robert goes down downstairs. He's looking for Lucille or something, and then he hears like "Help, help me!" and like whipping, and he goes. And there's a fucking oh, yeah. ant or cockroach dressed up in leather, and he has a bull whip, and he's whipping this huge dairy cow, and she's got her udders and those things in porn that like wrap the, around boobs and like cut off the circulation <laughs> or some shit. The suction machines. Yeah. And Robert's like, oh, no. Like, Robert is, like, the unsung hero of this whole movie. Like, he's always standing up for, like, the good. And he, like, fucking backhands this cockroach ant. And then the skeevy Trevor rat is like, you ruined my take. And it's revealed that they're making a porno. And then Daisy, the cow, like, sits on this ant and kills him. And, then, like, and doesn't even notice. No. Like, she was like, I felt uncomfortable, but uh didn't really notice it. He stopped moving after a while. Yeah. And then they feed his body to this like Okay. So this Sarlacc. That's what I said. Feeds him to the Sarlacc. <laughs> Just feed him to the Sarlacc. Yeah. Get rid of the body. But okay, he, that thing looked like did it not remind did it not look like Mr. Big at the end? The giant fish. Oh yeah. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, they fed him to Mr. Big. Yeah. But they're, where are they shooting this? Because it seems to me it's all in one building. Yeah. Everything takes place in one building. It The building was giving me like Phantom of the Opera vibes, like from the movie, because of how man. many like stages the opera house has and how yeah. many nooks and crannies. But it seemed like a very extensive set. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't really think we saw the same area more than twice. No, except for the main stage where the variety mm-hmm. act. Yeah. So it was so that so when they fed the dead actor to the that whatever that thing was, yeah. I was thinking like, where has he been the whole yeah, time? Yeah, where is everyone? Is he just underground? Is yeah. he pop up in all the buildings? Does only Trevor know about him? Like, is he invisible? Is he like snuffle up? I guess. Like, yeah. We only see him. One people like we can't see him, or we can. I don't know. Doesn't make it. That didn't make any sense. No. And then later, because I was like, oh shit, that's Mister Big. Mr. Big looks like that thing that ate yeah. that guy before. <laughs> huh. But they never explained that. No. And then this part. Mm. Oh, my fucking God. The panty sniffing part? Yeah. Bleh. He's like in the laundry room and his anteater snout is like looking around. And Trevor's like, because they need a new actor for the BDSM porn. And Trevor's like, I know, just the guy. The rat. <laughs> the rat. That rat bastard. And then goes and finds what was his name? Uh, Dennis. 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 Yeah. Dennis's are always kind of strange. <laughs> They're a little bit like Dennis's character in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Fucking creep. Mm, or like, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace was a little fuck. Yeah. Messing with hobo. The little bastard put mouthwash in my nasal spray. And yeah. Nasal spray in my now my mouthwash. <laughs> oh, Walter Matthau. Um, but yeah, so Dennis is the new actor in this porno. And then we get to the fly part in the toilet. Oh, wait, that's still a little further away. Because we still have, we get introduced to the shaky gator throwing knives. Oh, God. Right, right, right. (laughs) At first I was like, why the fuck is he so shaky? And then later on I'm like, oh, he's a drug addict. he's a heroin addict. (laughs) (laughs) He'll just take anything if you can get it for him. Yeah. So we see him throwing knives. I, I don't know if at that point he kills his... No. Yeah, that's a bit later, I think. Because, like, I wrote down Barry the Bulldog can sing. When was Barry the Bulldog singing? Oh, he ha- w- w- later on when they were performing the uh, opera, and Robert was like, mm, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert's being a little shitty theater student, is what he's doing. Like, well, I don't know if my motivation would be to just stand still. I'm patrolling the moat with the thing because back in the 18th century, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I'm, shut the fuck up. We don't care about your method acting. <laughs> Hold the fucking flag. Stop fucking moving so much. Yeah. And the next thing I wrote was, gross, the fly in the toilet. Talking oh to Barry. God. Yeah, talking to Harry oh, after Harry. Harry just took a shit. And He's then eating his shit. With a spoon. Fuck. And is like, oh, carrots. Harry, is just yours? And I'm like, I'm out. That was like I a was hard eating part to at watch. That, I did eat today. I was eating at that point, And I was like, 
It's over. Yeah. What were you <laughs> nope. eating? Do you remember? A Big Mac. Well, I was going to say, is there carrots in it? No, thank God. I would have lost it. No, I would have been like, Jeff, I can't. <laughs> this fly character was gross. So scummy and disgusting. He was like a reporter. So I guess I guess if you're looking at this from like a satirical standpoint in real life, like that's fitting that the paparazzo... Be a shit-eating f- piece of shit fly. fly yeah. Fuck you, you scumbag fly. Yeah. I'm just here to get the story, bro. I'm here to get the scoop. I don't care about you. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat your shit. I don't care. Yuck. I didn't care. I didn't really put that together that he was a like a reporter. But guess yeah, his story went to the paper mm-hmm. later. On. And he had his little yellow notebook. <laughs> oh, see again, a shitty version. I couldn't really see oh. all the details. Chubby. In it. Damn it. Next time. When I watch this again, <laughs> yeah, it would be never. <laughs> this was like weird enough for me. I made it at this point. I made a note that we've talked about it before. The puppeteering was phenomenal. Yes, this was really good. Everything like there was at no point you're like, oh, that's like you can definitely tell where the puppeteers are standing. Yeah, it all looked just really natural. It which, did, which made it even more disturbing. I know because I've I've commented before when we when we did Happy Time Murder, puppets could... walking. Oh, creeps me out. Yeah, because like you know, someone's placing their foot, so you know there's not an impact. It's literally just like it's just grazing the ground. Yeah, it just, yeah. It, it just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so watching this, I was like, Bleh. the only time we saw puppets like walking was when it was the people in costumes. So then it didn't look weird. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so, like you knew that was a person in a giant costume. Mm-hmm. So this is when we meet. We get a little more familiar with Gator because he's having his war flashbacks, the Nom flashbacks, yeah. playing Russian roulette. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he says to Robert, he's like, "Donations for the Veterans Fund." And then Robert puts money in there, and he's like, "The minimum donation is fifty, and of so course, he can get a smack." He's like, "All right, fine. Yeah, take my money. I'm such a nice person, sir." Oh, Robert. Robert, you heart of gold. Yeah. So Harry the rabbit gets sick with, with the big one. I assume it, me- it was meant, supposed to be AIDS. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, well, his skin started to get all fucked yeah. up later. But yeah. and <laughs> It is, was in 1989 too, so it definitely was AIDS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the fly is eavesdropping when the rabbit gets his diagnosis and he's like, mm, yes. I was disappointed. I We never once saw the shitty fly like rubbing his little hands together like he flies do. No. What? And I was like, that was a prime opportunity for him to be like, yes, I've got the scoop. <laughs> yeah. My note, my next note was that fly is trash. Yep. This is where I was like, this is a shitty character. Yeah. Just I, But they do it like you, they... The way they made these characters, they brought them to life really yeah. well because you actually care about these characters more than some, like the the human characters we watch in some movies. Mm-hmm. So in some movies we watched, I'm like, I don't give a shit about this character. I cared more about these characters than the ones in Derailed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you you like you could feel for some of them, and then I'm like, like Robert, yes, gain confidence to talk to Lucille, yes. And then he busts but out it, that sweet song. Yes, with the fucking guitar. But then in Derailed, I'm like, die. All yeah. of you fucking die. I hope that stupid, stupid looking monster just murders all of you. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I loved the character development in this. It was great. And then at this point, I was like, we're 45 minutes in, and how is there still another, like, Good part of an hour. It was an hour and 30. I think YouTube is an hour and 36. Yeah. That's what Tubi was too. My next note was at 57.39. The uh, the dulcum looking guy uh, from Street Fighter. Mm. I don't know. Like They got him to star in this movie and he's like trying to suck his own dick and he gets his head stuck up his, his ass. ass. Yeah. Like, okay, that's kind of sweet. All Weird. Right. And then we switched to uh, Heidi going to the bakery. Oh my God. And just God. completely cleaning the place out. And... Like, you can tell that they used, like, real food or, like, aspects of real food because that puppet mouth was getting so dirty and, oh, like, yeah. covered in whipped cream. Well, and that shot didn't look, which was really weird to me, didn't look sped up. No. It looked like they just passed those pastries that fast yep. somehow. Yeah. Because it uh, no point was I like, this is being sped up. I'm like, this is just people moving really fast. Yeah, this is like. <gasps> yeah. And then, like, mashing it into the puppet's mouth. <laughs> The, the, the making of this movie, I don't know. Did you find out how many puppeteers there were? Mm-mm. There had to have been a ton. Shit. Oh, God, excuse me. Let's see. It didn't sound as cool okay. as I thought it would. 
But I, I feel like if you could look on screen, there's only 11 credited actors, but there's there's got to be 25, 30 puppets in some scenes. Yeah. Because um, even the, um, oh, one of my favorite parts was when they were singing that Garden of Love song. Oh, my God, yeah. And she fucking just balloons off of the swingy thing. Oh, it's 7 o'clock. Oh, is that? Um, this is the make oh, noise. What happens in your neighborhood at 7 o'clock? Nothing. Seriously? Yeah. Well, it's all old people. Yeah. Yeah. I've like I've taken my sometimes I'll take my canning pot out. See, listen to my neighbors. This is what we do. This is what people do to keep their sanity. This is for the frontline workers, right? It's seven oh one now. Okay. It sometimes goes for a while. Sometimes it goes long. There's like down on C Drive mm-hmm. where we're working right now. There's a, a neighbor that has, I swear to God, it's a semi truck horn. <laughs> like just boom. Oh my God. Or a boat horn or something. That's because cool. they blew it the other day on Friday or, or yesterday when we were finishing work. And I was like, God damn. Like, is that for seven o'clock? And Buddy's like, yep. Like, holy shit. That's loud. Jesus. It's real loud there, guys. All right, where I are we? I can't find out how many puppeteers. I Googled it, but oh, it yeah. just came up with Wiki. The puppeteers. Apparently, this, like, its budget was $750,000, and it only made 80000 in the box office. Wow. Yeah. But it got great ratings. Like, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 71, viewers gave it 73. It's not great, I guess. It's good for a puppet movie, though. Yeah. Okay, so we're at a point now where the fly is going to blackmail Harry because he's now, he knows Armed everything with on the him. information that Harry the rabbit has HIV. Yeah, he has the big one. The big one. And then uh, Trevor the rat drugs Lucille oh and tries God, to yeah, rape date her. rapes her. Fuck. I was like, no, no, no. No, I am not going to watch a rat rape a poodle. I'm not. Is that what she was, a poodle? Yeah, okay. again, wiki. Um... <laughs> But I was like, this ki- if this happens, I need a minute. And luckily it didn't. Like, yeah. Robert walked in after they got engaged, which was very, like... Very fast. Lightly slipped into the conversation. Like, Lucy was like, oh, I'm so <laughs> glad we're engaged to be married. <laughs> like, damn, Robert, you move fast. Yeah, Robert's like, I got her with that song. Now I'm going to oh, get God. her with this dick. This hedgehog dick. Get that D into my dear. <laughs> Lucille. And then he's like, Lucille, you're drunk. You're drunk and throwing yourself at Trevor. No one would throw themselves at Trevor. He's a dirty rat. Look at him. He's a damn dirty rat. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. But yeah, Robert jumps to the conclusion pretty damn quick there. Yeah. Give him the benefit of a doubt at all. And Lucille's like, "Uh." Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. She's drugged. Yeah, she's drugged. Because he was just in there a minute ago. Yeah. The kid doesn't know shit. No. Doesn't know that alcohol Robert, takes a while. Robert doesn't know shit about Monet. Robert, you're a motherfucker. Moe, not Monet. Mole? Moe, the champagne. M-O-E-T. Is it Moe? Or Moet? Moet? I don't know. Moe? I don't I've know. I've seen it before. <laughs> Moe. It's actually moot, you stupid motherfucker. It's actually Moet. How, How do you, dare you? How do you pronounce this champagne here? Is it Moet or Moat? How, how do you pronounce this shab- champagne? Champagne from France. We'll get some glasses here. You can put them in the red solo cups. It's fine. (laughs) Pour them in there. So I'm Googling it. uh, The correct way. Oh, the correct way to pronounce pronounce it is Moet. Really? Yeah. Apparently, apparently they're in the actual spelling. There's the little like two dots above the E making the wet sound. But that's not featured in here because obviously they have copyright things. Sons of bitches. Moet. So Heidi comes back. They sing the Garden of Love. She, she breaks off the swing. Well, yeah, because the fan gets out of control and blows everybody away. Mm-hmm. And this is where he's like, you've been overeating. You you know you can't have chocolate. You know what it does to you. Damn, it's 1989. They don't hold anything back. No. You fat bitch. <laughs> you've been overeating. It says <laughs> yeah. in your contract you can't. Yeah, like, oh, ah. my God. As if that would fucking happen now. Okay, listen, you're uh, you're pretty big already. We can't get you any bigger. So so no, sign this contract no says you're pastries. not going to get any bigger. And then she's upset and she runs into Walrus's office. And then the mm. cat's sucking his dick underneath the, the desk. Fucking BJ from a cat. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, 
What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? The next note I have is the fly is creepy. I think this is where Harry blocks his toilet. Yeah. And it like zooms into the toilet tank and the yeah. flies and they're like. Hey. And he's developing pictures. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? I just wrote, the fly is creepy. Yeah. And then, so the cocaine delivery comes to the office and what do they call it? They find out it's Bojax. Borax. Borax. Bojax. It's Bojax Horseman. <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, borax is like a cleaner. But yeah. the dentist, they fed him a fat line. Yeah, of it they were they like, here out. you go, Dennis. Let's test it. And Dennis the pervert was like, all right. And then his face melts off, or his nose does. It's because it's borax. Yeah, holy He'll shit. He'll fucking clean the shit out of anything, I think. Yeah. And then... um. The wal- walrus Bletch, yeah, Bletch just goes cold blooded killer and force feeds this dr- like not cocaine, this borax to gives it to Harry, doesn't he? Wait, no, um, the I think the delivery person was a weasel or something. Oh, so this is another character, yeah, just a quick character, <sighs> a drug mule, and kills him and was like, Let's go get the good stuff. So <laughs> they go to. They're at the docks. Yeah, the docks. We don't go there yet, though. Oh, no, we do. Yeah, we do. We mm-hmm. go right there. <laughs> Wait, no, he fucks Heidi first, though. Oh, right. Yeah. He goes in, and he's like, I'm sorry that we're mean to you, my dear. Let's have sex, so you do the show. And then he's like, the show will go on. Yeah. Booyah, let's go to the docks. Booyah, let's go get a cocaine. I love that the docks are, like, manned by crabs. I know. <laughs> first, my, the note I made before I figured it out, I wrote, a homeless crab? Because he's standing around a fire barrel. Oh, yeah. Like a burning barrel. I'm like, oh, it was a homeless crab talking to some, what was, the, what was that character? Was warthog. It the, was it the, the warthog? Scottish warthog. Why do I keep forgetting warthog? I just keep thinking rock steady. <laughs> the Ninja Turtle guy. But uh, I, I loved that they were all crabs. Mm-hmm. They, the costumes were great. Yeah. They're really cool. They're kind of freaky. And then the crab, like, grabbed Trevor's head. Not uh, In my notes, I'm like, yeah, snap that rat head off. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, that's annoying. Damn. And then the Scottish pig got knifed. So all the crabs. And the crab blood looked like butter. Like it was yellow. The special effects in this were kind of strange. Yeah. Um, so all the drug people are gone and then they find the real cocaine and then they take it. But then a giant spider. I said, damn, that's a Lord of the Rings size spider. It was creepy. Yeah. It was like, actually, I'm watching this like, good. I know. It's kind of creepy. And, and it y- eats Barry. Yeah. It eats Barry the bulldog. I know. I, w- I, I made a note. I was like, there goes the bulldog. I wish it was the rat. I hate that guy. Oh, he's stuck around to the bitter end. Yeah. And then. The bulldog's gone, just like that, and then they run. They're, uh, dri- they're driving away. Yeah, they drive over or under this thing that's low, and the spider gets keeled off, and then the big giant fish comes out. Which and they're like, "It's Mr. Big." Mm-hmm. So they're like, because they mentioned Mr. Big. Yeah, he's like the boss guy. So and he looked just like that fish that ate the guy from earlier yeah. in the yeah. porn. That's why I was like, "Oh, the same guy." And then I love this. They're like. Just get, go through him. Yeah. They drive through him. Yeah. And as they come out the ass end, <laughs> um, he's like, oh, I'm all covered in ambergris. So. It was a sperm whale. Yes. Yes, it leads me to believe that was a whale. Yeah. It was a weird looking whale. Shaggy, decrepit whale. Just looked, I don't know. At this point after that, we see Harry again and he's not in good shape. And I was like, okay, yeah, this sex disease, I'm pretty sure it's HIV. And then the frog is in the bathroom and he's, um, um, or no, he, he threw the, this is when he threw the knives and killed his person on the wheel. And then he disappears to the bathroom and starts doing heroin. Well, the, the, the show starts, I don't know, because that was like a long time, because it's, it's showtime now. Like the final oh, final show. Oh, night. Right, right. Yeah, it's, oh, it's showtime. So, he already, so he's in the bathroom getting high as fuck. He, yeah, he's doing that right now. Yeah. Because like the show starts and then it's uh the the worm is sitting <laughs> up with Bletch in the in the balcony. And then he gives him a cigar that's like bigger than his head. Yeah. And then um no, before right before the show starts, um they go find, they see the newspaper that the rabbit has HIV. Yeah. And then they're like, we know who did this. And they go find the fly and they fucking rip his wings off. Oh, yeah. Flush him down the toilet. Bletch kills the fly. Yeah. Why did I say puppet tits? Oh, yeah. Because oh. after the show, 
Heidi comes in, or like during the show, Heidi's yeah, in there. Yeah, after her first intermission. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, I love you. And he's like, you're a piece of shit. He's Fuck like, you. you're, you're a fat, disgusting pig. And then she's really upset, and her big hippopotamus tits are out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I wrote, Harry puking out of the carrot. So Harry's like, I gotta do the show. Yeah. I gotta do the show. It comes out of the carrot, and he's like, and just starts puking. And everyone's like, get the fucking carrot out of here. He pukes a bunch, and then he just like, they close the lid on him and like take him out into the rafters. I'm like, damn. And the hardest then, way to dig, take someone off stage. And then we're we flash to Heidi, and she's like putting making her pantyhose into a noose and about to hang herself, but then she's heavy and she falls through the floor, <laughs> and that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, during during this, we cut away to the gator. So yeah, the gator gets dragged out of the bathroom, mm. sent on stage, and he's like. Throwing knives, having flashbacks at the same time. Yeah. And then he has a fucking freak out and tosses one into the air and stabs himself right in the head. Yeah. Which was weird. That was, I watched that, I was like, good. Because the, again, the CGI, the blood looked like butter. You said butter, right? Yeah. And it was just gross. It just looked really gross. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So he's dead. This was getting really close to the end. I was like, oh, thank God. And then the elephant guy comes on stage, and then the chicken that he fucked and had a kid with comes out and starts roasting him. And then this mongoloid half chicken, half elephant baby crawls. The onto the stage. The chicken had a total Monty Python vibe in the yeah. voice. <laughs> I want everyone to know what kind of a man you are. And then... Um, now she's getting the machine gun. Yeah, and she goes to kill herself, and then the cat comes in. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she's just a bitch. The safety's not off, darling. Yeah, mm, but I won't let you stop what you're doing. And then she just like... 180's the gun and just fucking blows her away. And then this is when, like, we both found out in our trivia that they were using live ammo rounds in this. This was wild. No, they couldn't find blanks. Yeah. Couldn't find blanks in 1989 for an M60. So picture a man dressed up in a big titted hippopotamus costume carrying around an M60 machine gun with live ammo and just shooting the fuck out of a bunch of puppets. It was and praying, badass. like, I hope I don't shoot the puppeteers. That's the crazy thing, too, is like the puppeteers are moving these puppets yeah. while they're being shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because at no point was I like, oh, that one was just sitting there. Yeah. Like, no, there's somebody was always making a move. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just, Im- I just kept imagining the human equivalent of this movie. I know. Thinking, like, God damn, it's out of control. So then the fox freaks out and performs his song about sodomy. And I'm like, okay. We also find out Harry has bunny pox. Yeah, he doesn't have HIV. But then right after he finds out, he gets f- his head gets fucking blown annihilated. off. Yeah. Oh, that set was, it was funny because I wrote down before I really knew what the song was about. I'm like, the set's all dick and balls. Yeah. It's weird. It's just big dicks and balls. balls. And it's like he's singing about sodomy. I'm like, oh. Oh. That makes sense then. Never mind. <laughs> and then at one point when it was looking at the audience, it looked like Big Bird was in the audience. Um, apparently that was mostly cutouts. Yeah. And Peter Jackson was in there himself. Yeah. Which was what? Well, I, I didn't notice him though. Again, shitty quality either. on YouTube. I couldn't see shit. I didn't notice him in Tubi either. So Heidi does her rampage. And then I loved this. That like elephant's like, son, I'll save you. Blah, blah, blah. And he's yeah. running towards him. And, and Heidi blows out his kneecaps. kneecaps. Like... Man, shooting someone's bad enough. Kneecapping them first. That's just, that's cold. That's really cold. Because they're, you know. Because it hurts. It probably really hurts. But the gore in this whole scene, Mm -hmm. I thought was fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, the imagination, man, just the imagination of the people that made this. I would have loved to sat in some production, been a fly on the wall in some production (laughs) meetings. Just hearing whether they're like, man, we can do this and do this and then do that. Like, and then um, at this point, she's going to, like, shoot Lucy. And Robert flies in, like, Tarzan and picks her up and saves her. And um, and then the walrus is like, please, like, stop. I still love you. And then she shoots him out of the booth. And then he falls <laughs> down. And then he's like, Heidi, stop this. And then she's like, oh, okay, and throws the gun down. That's when he says he still loves her. Yeah, I still love you, and she throws the gun down. And then Trevor the rat fucking comes up behind her with a shotgun and 
shoots her and she picks up the gun again and fucking blows Trevor away and then it finishes off Bletch and and then the worm comes out and is like and she's like Arthur can you play <laughs> Garden of Love just yeah. one more time he's like oh, all okay alright then. Right, then I'll play Garden all of right. Love alright alright then and then the end stories yeah <laughs> So the elephant, was his name Seymour or was that his kid's name? Mm, no, I'm pretty sure it was Seymour. Mm-hmm. So the elephant, after many extensive sh- surgeries, is living with his son at a failing horticulture yep. farm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Robert and Lucy get married and have two kids. So poodle hedgehog babies, that would be interesting to see. They'd probably be pretty cute. Yeah. Oh, they'd probably be so fluffy, but with spikes. <laughs> It's so fluffy, I'm going to die. Yeah. And then uh, the fox survived and wrote a book about the... The massacre. The Feebles Massacre. And then is talking about film rights. And then Offa was inducted and like recognized for his entire life in theater and then retired to the countryside. Offa. It's just a weird movie. And then um, <laughs> Heidi was in a women's penitentiary oh, for 10 years yeah. and then undergo underwent therapy and then was deemed she could be reintroduced into society, but has a different identity and now works as a cashier at a supermarket. That's right. <laughs> so this is a weird way to end this movie. But, mm-hmm. like, but really, it fits the weirdness of the movie. That's true. So this, like, was, this, this, was, this one was my, my pick. Mm-hmm. And I, so I just thought of it like because we were gonna. I was gonna watch Killer Elite, and I got yeah. tense, and I'm like, no, this isn't gonna be fun to rip apart. Yeah, this is gonna be Jason Statham action, and so it was based on a true story too. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't really want to know how deep you want to go into ripping apart a true story. You're like, yeah, nah, let's just go with something silly like yeah. puppets. Yeah, yeah, something silly. I was like, I remember this one from a while ago. <laughs> yeah, this was wild. I. <laughs> It was much better than that stupid happy time movie. It was, movie. yes. That was hard to watch. It was so awkward. And yeah, like seeing the puppets walk and seeing puppets interact with humans, it was really, really weird and uncomfortable. So I'm glad that this was just puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think this ends the the generation-long debate of what's better, puppets and people or people and people or puppets and puppets. Puppets and puppets and people and people. People and people. Puppets, not puppets and people. Except for Sesame Street. Because (laughs) that... That is okay. Yeah, that's an exception, like, for a kid's show, but not for, like, a feature film. Because there, they're just like, hey, bird, how you doing? What are we going to talk about? Like, they're just trying to be silly. Yeah, And you you believe it, but when it's like, this motherfucking puppet murdered my partner. That's yeah. a little, you're like, yeah, mm. I don't buy it. Don't okay. Buy it yeah, totally. It's bullshit. Hmm. But no, this movie wasn't, wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I like it, enjoyed it. But again, going back to what I said earlier, it was like weirdly disturbing. Yeah. Watching these puppets just act like straight up shitty humans. Yeah. And I just, I, I just imagined what the set was like. I know, right? They're making this. Would have been pretty crazy. Probably a lot of drugs. You're like, all right. Um, so cause this was like released in New Zealand and everyone had like a British or New Zealand accent. So I can just picture the set being like, Yeah, so <laughs> you're gonna puppet the walrus and just make him hump the cat. And action. <laughs> like so just to clarify, you want me to do? Oh, I don't know what I'm doing yeah, here. You want yeah. me to do a inner species sex scene? Yeah, right. right. Just real, really give it it's your just, all. <laughs> just make the walrus hump the cat, and then later we're gonna do oral. Oh, and the cat it's gonna be under the desk. Under the desk. All right. This is what we get the big bucks for. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're going to pop it or like Mm. on the set talking to the people in the costumes. Right. So you're a hippo and you're throwing yourself at 
your walrus manager boyfriend. You're going to rip off your bra and it's going to reveal your big hippo titties. And they're big. And they're humongous. Humongous. And then your walrus guy, he's right, you're over here. He Bletch, you're going to say, Bletch. you're disgusting. You're so fat. I never want to see you again. Uh, you're over, Heidi. That's it. You're done. That was your last performance. All the while, big hippopotamus titties are going to be looking right at you. All right? In action. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? There's got to be a behind the scenes video. I hope so. Somewhere. Maybe on that VHS. Oh, Ooh. okay. Hold on. We're going to rate this. Yes. Then, to introduce our new way of picking movies. Our new segment. Ooh. I don't have a segment uh, name. Oh, so my I don't first know a segment. one. Yeah, but yeah, okay, all right. So this scored like a seventy-one and a seventy-three. Yeah, I am going to score this seven puppeteers' hands <laughs> in eleven puppet anuses because <laughs> it was. The puppeteering was awesome. Yeah. The story was was real. Like it, it was like it felt like it, you could totally imagine that in an actual theater somewhere. Yeah. The characters were cool. You cared about them. Mm-hmm. The gore was crazy. The I don't know what else. The, the only thing I would dock it. It's kind of hard to dock it, marks because it just made me really uncomfortable in some some scenes. Yeah. The sex scenes were like. Oh. I don't even know if they were necessary. They were ridiculous. Like, yeah. Out of control. Though. They were, I feel like they were in there like, yeah, we can do this. We're mm. going to do it. Or if someone was like, no, that's too far. And Peter Jackson's just like, Push mate, we've got, we've got gushing blood from a frog's head from stabbing himself. We can throw in some fucking titties, some oral. Like, <laughs> he's like, you know. Which I can kind of see, like, if I'm watching a movie, and this is something I've always, like, thought of watching, like, horror movies in specific, because that's where we really see both gore and nudity, Mm -hmm. is that um, movies are given higher ratings with regards to, like, rated R, rated 18 plus, based on, like, more so nudity in it, as opposed to, like, gore. Oh, yeah, because you see gore in, like, PG-13. Yeah, and... Or MA-14 or whatever. I can can speak from my own experience that watching the original Saw and seeing some guy saw his foot off is more disturbing to me than seeing a big pair of titties bouncing around on a jet ski naked before she gets an arrow in the head by Jason Voorhees. Like, like... Like Jason goes, Jason goes to hell or something. <laughs> Jason goes to hell where he like or, there's chicks in a in a tent banging, riding yes! some guy, and he just bah, spears yeah! through the tent and her and rips her in half. Yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. rips her in half. I'm like, what the? I'm 13 when I'm watching this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Seeing tits, you're like, cool tits, boom. Just, yeah. just saw a man got get ripped in half. Exactly. Disturbing. You've yeah, seven out of level out of eleven. Yeah. That's what I scored. I'll do. Um, I will do eight dead BDSM cockroaches out of twelve BDSM udders being squeezed. <laughs> because yeah, like like you said, the puppeteering was good. Like the fact that eyes moved independently from puppets and it wasn't like heads and the like elaborate stories and like backstories of some of these characters that they came up with. They didn't have to do that, but they did. And all all of it being like practical effects was super Mm. cool. Um, Oh yeah. Real bullets too. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they used the fact that they strategically used a real machine gun and was just like, like, yeah, that or, was impressive to me that they kept everything like contained and safe, but they used real live rounds. Just think about the the stress that would incur. Like you think about it, you're like, okay, we're gonna shoot this first, shoot that first, shoot this first. If the shot's not right, you just annihilated one of your puppets. Yeah. And if you, that everything wasn't perfect, 
it's like shit. We got to rebuild that thing and yeah. clean up the set and fix the bullet holes and plaster over them. Like there was, there might have been some of that, or they might have just said, "Fuck it, let's just hope we nail it on the first shot." Yeah. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> my friend Tyler, it's been an impact on this podcast. He has, yeah. <laughs> Tyler came up with an idea for picking movies, and I love this idea. So I've written down ten of my picks for mm-hmm. the next ten episodes that I pick for. Uh, you don't know what they are. No, I don't. So Katie's also compiling a list right now, mm-hmm. but she's not completely 100%, and I want this list to be good. 100 Yeah. Because like, I, I took like four or five days making this list, mm-hmm. thinking about stuff, thinking about movies that I watched as a kid. And yeah, so what's going to happen is, starting with me Ooh, today, you're holding like, my... Oh, you got to get this, the jar. Yeah, got to shake there, it. Oh, yeah. And it's already shaken. She's going to pick one from my jar. She doesn't know what's in this jar. She's going to pick a pick from the jar, and we're going to watch this movie next episode. We're going to review it next episode. And then yeah, after yeah. that, when we watch that one, I'm going to pick one from her jar, so on and so forth, until we go through all of our choices. Keep adding movies to this jar. Mm-hmm. Keep adding mm-hmm. your suggestions to the, yeah. to the jar. Nobody suggested anything. I know. Come on. We know there's at least, like, what, nine or ten of you? We got seven, I don't know. It was, yeah, it's like a yeah. handful. A couple yeah. handfuls. Come on, People don't be suggest, shy. Suggest something. Anyway, yeah. all right, okay, Katie. Okay. Choose a movie out of this m- movie jar. It is. It might have <gasps> I might have abbreviated something. Because it's small pieces Okay, of I'm gonna get it is abbreviated. Okay. I'm gonna guess what <laughs> this is. Okay, I'll read the abbreviation and then I'm gonna put my guess into what it is, okay. and you tell me if it's Can't right or wrong. Can't remember what the fuck I abbreviated. No. F and F three Tokyo Fast and the Furious three Tokyo Drift. Yes. 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 I'm so excited. I figured you'd like that one. Yes. So, because I've never actually, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I don't think what? I've seen Tokyo Drift. Oh my god. I think I watched the first two, and then when they made the third, I was like, Meh, it's not even the real cast. Whatever, and then I didn't watch until the fifth one, so I don't. I think maybe I've seen four, but yeah, I haven't seen the third one, so I figured that'd be a good pick. I honestly, I think I saw Tokyo Drift like once when it when it first like started playing on TV, but the Tokyo Drift song has a special place in my heart because um, before, like when Brandon and I first started dating, and I had a different job on weekends where. I didn't start work until five. I just worked like five to eight. We would like get to sleep in together. And then we would always play music when we were getting ready. And we would always play the song for shits and giggles, like the Tokyo Drift song, because we'd be like, burn, 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 let me know. <laughs> and <laughs> so that's what I associate like Tokyo Drift with. Just Bran and I in my bathroom being like, bam, 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 bam. Well, I'm stoked to watch it. You've, you've like dropped that song a few times. I'm like, yeah. Tokyo Drift, Tokyo Drift, be a good choice. Yes. So that's next week's episode. So, so, uh, as so always, so find so. us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you everything, everywhere. You know where it is. Yeah. Just, just you know it. what it is. Real garbage. Real garbage. Real I garbage. we left. We left the show with Nickelback last episode. Oh God, yeah. That's a horrible song. It I might is, ask. I know. The, the like first lyrics of the verse are like. No is just a dirty word. No is something I've never heard. I know. No, I'm like, you're basically just saying you're going to rape these women I you're talking know. to, Chad Kroger. Isn't the it? The fuck is wrong with you? Isn't it such a bad song? It's bad, but yeah. I just cut the chorus in there. So this yeah. time let's go with our usual uh, shitty outro song. Um, I have been working on the drums, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting, be- I'm getting better, so I'm going to make, I'm going to come up with something. Maybe drums and synth. Ooh. Because I have a keyboard. Yeah. Come up with something. Eventually. I mean, unless someone wants to make us an intro song, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But no big deal. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. This is Real Garbage. 